Hello and welcome to the Jack Benny program from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. The Jack Benny program presented by Lucky Strike. Be happy, go lucky, be happy, go lucky strike, be happy, go lucky, go lucky strike today. Oh, I'm a happy smoker, for at last I found the brand that has a really better taste, it's Lucky Strike, they're grand. And you'll find Lucky's taste better than any other cigarette. My girl and I are headed for a life of harmony, cause we agree the happy smoke is LSMFT. And you'll agree, Lucky's taste better than any other cigarette. Be happy, go lucky, be happy, go lucky strike, be happy, go lucky, go lucky strike today. Friends, here's one sure way to get complete enjoyment out of your cigarette. Just light up a Lucky Strike. You'll find that Lucky's taste better than any other cigarette. And here's why. Fine tobacco and only fine tobacco can give you the enjoyment of a better tasting cigarette. And LSMFT, Lucky Strike, means fine tobacco. Yes, Lucky's always give you mildness, richness, a truly better taste that add up to complete smoking enjoyment. So for everything you want in a cigarette, be happy, go lucky. Make your next carton Lucky Strike. Be happy, go lucky, go lucky strike today. Remember, Lucky's taste better than any other cigarette. Strike program starring Jack Benny with Barry Livingston, Phil Harris, Rochester, Dennis Day, and yours truly, Don Wilson. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, last week our little star was in New York for his television show, but today he's back home again. So let's go out to Jack Benny's house in Beverly Hills. As we look in the window, we see Rochester in the midst of spring cleaning. Oh, hello, Bobby. Get to work. Get to work. I'm, I'm working. I'm working. I was working with my dust rag to the Tennessee wall. When an ashtray I happened to see. How I'd love to rest beside it and just sit there fucking an LS and MFNT. I was working. Morning, Rochester. Oh, hello, boss, to the tenors. Oh, oh, good morning, boss. I let you sleep a little late. I thought you might be tired from your trip. Well, I was a little. I didn't get a chance to ask you, how did your television show go in New York? Oh, fine, Rochester. It's going to be shown here tonight at 7.30 on Channel 2. CBS, CBS. <laughs> That's right, Paley. I mean, Polly. <laughs> Rochester, uh... Rochester, give her... Give her a cracker. Uh, tell me, Polly, did you miss Daddy while he was gone? My heart cried for you. Oh, isn't that sweet? You know, boss, I think Polly really did miss you. She didn't even lay an egg the whole time you were gone. Is that right, Polly? You didn't lay an egg all the time Daddy was away, and I was gone ten days. 
Molly, there's no hurry. Don't strain yourself. <laughs> Gee, Rochester, it's, it's really good to be home again. Boss, how come you were gone so long on this trip? Well, on the way back from New York, I stopped off at my hometown, Waukegan, for a visit. Gosh, what memories. I saw all my old schoolmates, Cliff Gordon, Julius Sinekin, Jerome Morrison. Oh, yes, I've heard you mention them. You know, Rochester, it's amazing how time flies. Most of the people who were my age in school now have children who are my age. <laughs> you know, I, I can't understand it. You must have gotten a kick out of that, boss, going back to your hometown and meeting all your old friends. Oh, it was a thrill. I even met the kid I had my first fist fight with. I met her husband, too. <laughs> <laughs> See, they make such a nice couple, you know? Uh, by the way, Mr. Benny, did you see Fred Allen while you were in New York? Fred Allen? Yes, Rochester, and I want to tell you. You know, I met him with a crowd of people at a big cocktail party, and Fred really must be having an awfully tough time. Well, how do you know? He picked my pocket. <laughs> Imagine. What'd he get? Three hors d'oeuvres. <laughs> Personally, I think... <laughs> well, the Daily Double. Molly, take it easy. You've got all day. Well, Rochester, you finish your spring cleaning and I'll... I'll get it. Oh, hello, Dennis. Hello, Mr. Benny. Come on in. Gee, Mr. Benny, I saw your television show last Sunday and it was wonderful. You were absolutely sensational. I never saw anything like it. Boy, did I laugh. Well, thanks, Mary. Wait a minute, Dennis. The television show I did last week could only be seen in the East. My show wasn't even on out here. Me and my big mouth. <laughs> what? I didn't want you to know I missed it. Well, anyway, Dennis, it was nice of you to be so considerate. But you know something? You'll be able to see my television show tonight. Who wants to see it? <laughs> what? You couldn't be as good as I said you were Dennis, you drive me crazy Anyway, you're going to stay home and watch my show Now, Robert Montgomery's on it and Basil Rathbone And there's a girl, too You know who she is? <laughs> Dennis, I didn't tell you who the girl is Why did you whistle? When you're as young as I am, you don't wait for names <laughs> You're going to wait for this one because this girl happens to be Claudette Colbert. Oh, boy. Yeah. Well, I'll watch your show, Mr. Benny, but I really ought to go and visit my uncle. Your uncle? What's the matter? Is he sick? No. Well, I'm, I'm glad of that. He's in jail. <laughs> in jail? Dennis, what's your uncle in jail for? Perjury. He's an awful liar. Perjury? What jail is he in? Tehachapi. Well... Maybe tomorrow. Wait a minute. Dennis, the Hatchapi is a woman's jail. How come your uncle is there? I told you he's an awful liar. <laughs> Dennis, you better sing, kid. Yes, I should say so. You better. When the sun in the morning peeps over the hill and kisses the roses round my windowsill. Then my heart fills with gladness when I hear the trill of the birds in the treetops on Mockingbird Hill. Tra-la-la, twiddle-dee-dee, it gives. 
gives me a thrill To wake up in the morning To the mockingbird's trill Tra-la-la, twiddle-dee-dee There's peace and goodwill You're welcome as the flowers On Mockingbird Hill When it's late in the evening I climb up the hill And survey all my kingdom While everything's still Only me and the sky And an old whippoorwill Singing songs in the twilight On Mockingbird Hill Tra-la-la, twiddle-dee-dee It gives me a thrill Wake up in the morning To the mockingbird's trill Tra-la-la, twiddle-dee-dee There's peace and goodwill You're welcome as the flowers On Mockingbird Hill Tra-la-la, twiddle-dee-dee There's peace and goodwill You're welcome as the flowers On Mockingbird Hill That was wonderful, Dennis. I enjoyed it very much. Why don't you buy one of my records sometime? Victor, 85 cents. <laughs> Dennis. If you can plug your television show, I can plug my records. Never mind. I've got a right to plug. I get it. Hello? Mr. Jack Benny, please. This is Jack Benny. I have a long-distance call for you from Palm Springs. From Palm Springs? Put them on. It's collect. <laughs> Mr. Benny Mr. Benny uh, Operator, what happened? I don't know, I must have said a dirty word <laughs> Well, Operator, you call Mr. Benny back and tell him it's Mary Livingston booth and have no change. Yes, ma'am. Uh, say, are you the Mary Livingston who works for Mr. Benny? Uh-huh. How can you afford to be in Palm Springs? <laughs> I get a small pension from the May Company. <laughs> now, please get me Mr. Benny again. Yes, ma'am, I'll try. Hello? Now, Mr. Benny, be calm. <laughs> Operator, I'm not... Jack! So... Jack! Huh? Oh, Mary, it's you. Gee, it's good to hear your voice again. If I'd have known it was you, I would, I would have accepted the charges immediately. How do you feel? Fine. Goodbye. Wait a minute. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Mary. I got, I got all excited, but I'm certainly glad that you're well again and all over your flu. Are you having any fun in Palm Springs? Mm, not much. Last night I went to a party and it was awfully dull. Oh, who, were, who was there? Van Johnson, Alan Ladd, Gregory Peck, and Clark Gable. And you found the party dull? 
Who else was there? Mrs. Van Johnson, Mrs. Allen Ladd, Mrs. Gregory Peck, and Mrs. Clark Cable. Oh, oh, oh. Them wives wouldn't have stopped me, kiddo. Operator, you keep out of this. Brenda, gee, Mary, it's gonna... It's gonna... It's going to be great, though, having you back on the program. We sure missed you. Well, thanks, yes, but I thought my sister Babe did a wonderful job when she took my place. Oh, she was great, Mary, great, especially when you consider the fact that she had no radio experience. What do you mean, no experience? Babe's been on the radio before. She was on that program called 20 Questions, oh. and she made a fortune. How? <laughs> they couldn't guess whether she was animal, vegetable, or mineral. <laughs> Now, Mary, you can stop kidding. I think Babe is a wonderful girl. And I enjoyed having her on the train with me when I went to New York. Well, Jack, I'm glad she went with you. You know, she's never been on a train before. Oh, well, how'd she come to California? She drove out with Mom and Papa. Oh, by car. Huh? <laughs> what are you laughing at? Poor Babe. When they were stopped for plant inspection, the man thought she was a Joshua tree. <laughs> a Joshua... Oh, then she's vegetable. <laughs> I must tell her. Do you mind if I stop listening? I'm getting sick. <laughs> Operator, I told uh, you. I better hang up now, Jack. Okay, ma'am. Wait a minute. When will you be coming back to town? Uh, Wednesday. Good. How about us having dinner together that night? Oh, Jack, it'll be my first day home. I won't feel like cooking. Oh. <laughs> well, then we'll make it some other time. <laughs> Maybe Friday. Okay, bye. Goodbye. Goodbye. Hmm. <laughs> it'll, be, it'll be good to have Mary back again. I really missed her. That's that silly operator again. Hello? Hello. May I speak to Jack Benny, please? Yeah, this is he. Do you reside at a 360 North Camden Drive? Yes. In Beverly Hills? Yes. Yes, who is this? Oh, Mr. Benny, this is the office of the Collector of Internal Revenue. Yike! <laughs> Mr. Benny, did I hear a dog? Yes, yes, down, Fido, down. <laughs> now, what were you saying? I said, this is the office of the Collector of Internal Revenue. We'd like to discuss your 1950 income tax return. Will you be home for a while? Home? Uh, well, yes. Yes, I'll, I'll be home. Good. We'll drop in to see you. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> Gee, this is strange. I never had this happen before. I know I, I filled it out correctly. And... Here you are, boss. I fixed you something to eat. Who's hungry? <laughs> boss, boss, what's the matter? I don't know. I just got a call from the collector of internal revenue. They want to go over my income tax return. <laughs> Down, Fido. I mean, Powell. <laughs> I wonder what could be wrong with my income tax return. I'm pretty sure I did everything right. They couldn't get here that fast. Oh, hello, Jack. Oh, it's you, Don. Come on in. Come on in, fellas. Well, Jack, how was your trip to New York? Fine, fine. Look, fellas, I told you to come in. What are you standing in the doorway for? But, Jack, Jack, what's the matter? You're so jittery and upset. What are you worried about something? Worried? That's a good one. Why should I be worried? I just have a little headache. Oh, Rochester, get me an Alcatraz. I mean, an Alcatraz. <laughs> now, Don, you and the quartet can't just wait till tomorrow. Oh, no, Jack. Since your television show is going to be shown out here tonight, the sportsmen have prepared an appropriate number all about but, you. Don, right now I've got so much on... 
About me? Yes, Jack, listen. Take it, fellas. And... I put two eyes of blue on TV, what they can do. Has everybody seen our Jack? I'm taller than that, fellas. Five foot three, S or e. he looks pretty, we agree. I'm Has taller than five foot three. seen our Jack? I'm you taller. Could be five foot four, five foot I'm five. I'm not five foot four, I'm Five foot six or five foot eight makes no difference anyway. Six foot two, yes, it's true. With that bankroll in his shoe, has everybody seen our Jack? Two fifteen, half past ten, any time, no matter when, you'll enjoy a lucky strike. Ten to eight, five to nine, morning, noon, or any time, lucky is the smoke you like. They are so round and firm and fully packed. Mild, you bet. Lucky strikes taste better than any other cigarette. In the spring, in the fall, now or any time at all. Be happy and go lucky. Happy and go lucky. Happy and go lucky. that. Wasn't it good? Yes, Don, yes. It was good. It was very good. Now, Don, go, will you? Goodbye. Jack, now stop pushing me. Don, please go. You too, fellas. Mm. And you can stop with that, too. <laughs> now, just go. I'm so upset, I don't know what I'm hollering about. I wonder what those internal revenue men want. They can get awfully tough, too. They can even send you to... Say, I wonder how Dennis's uncle got into Tehachapi. <laughs> I mean, if you, if you gotta go, you may as well enjoy yourself. <laughs> Maybe the... Oh, for heaven's sake, look at that. Right after Rochester did the spring cleaning. Look at all those ants crawling in through the window. Well, I'll fix them. Oh, Rochester! Yes, boss? Bring me the poison. No, no, boss, not that. Face it like a man! It's for the ants. I'm not even thinking about those tax fellows who want to see me. Income. I mean, come in. <laughs> come in. Hmm, they didn't hear me. Mr. Benny? I'll call him. I mean, yes. yes. <laughs> that's, that's me. I'm Joseph Collins of the Bureau of Internal Revenue. I spoke to you on the phone. Yes, yes. Come in. Uh, this is my assistant, Herbert Thompson. How do you do? How do you do? <laughs> <laughs> Sit down, gentlemen. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you very much. Now, uh, Mr. Benny. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, 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 Mr. Collins. Now, uh, Mr. Benny, I have here a copy of your 1950 income tax return. Well, I, I went over it carefully before I mailed it in. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm sure I declared everything, you know. Well, uh, Mr. Benny, according to your return, last year your total income was $375,000. That's right. That's right. During 1950, I earned $375,000. Then this figure denoting the money you spent last year on entertainment must be a mistake. No, no, no. It's right. $17? <laughs> Yes, and, and I can prove it. I've got receipts for every penny of it. 
Uh, Mr. Benny, please don't misunderstand. Uh, the government is trying to be fair. We feel that you might unconsciously be cheating yourself. Who, me? <laughs> well, yes, if your income was $375,000 last year, you must have spent more than $17 for entertainment. No, no, that's, that's all I can remember. Well, we uh, also checked your 1949 tax return, and there you claim you spent $23 for entertainment. Oh, that's the year I went to Las Vegas. <laughs> wow! <laughs> well, Mr. Benny, we still feel that you're not getting the full advantage of your legal deductions. Now, think a minute. Yes. You're in a business where personal contacts are very important. Oh, oh, they are, they are. For instance, last year I was anxious to make a picture at the Universal International Studios. See? So in order to make an impression on William Getz, the executive producer, I invited him and his wife to have dinner with me at Ciro's. I remember the check came to $56. Well, why isn't it down here? He paid it. <laughs> Well, you undoubtedly made an impression on it. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, Mr. Benny, just to be doubly sure, would you mind giving us a breakdown on how you earned $375,000 last year? Well, let's see. I, I made $200,000 in radio, $40,000 in television, and $35,000 in, in personal appearances. But that only amounts to $275,000. How did you make the other $100,000? <laughs> Mr. Benny, how did you make that other hundred thousand dollars? Laundry. <laughs> Mr. Benny. Mr. Benny, do you mean that you actually take in... I knew that, Joe. I knew it. My wife brings our washing here. <laughs> I, I thought I recognized your shirt. <laughs> Those gravy stains are murder. <laughs> well, now, Mr. Benny, believe me, we're trying to help you. Are you sure you can't think of any other deductions on your income tax? No, no, I can't. But, gosh, why does the tax department want to be so fair to little old me? Because little old you and General Motors are our best customers. <laughs> oh. Well, I'm sorry, uh, but all I spent on entertainment last year was $17. Well, Mr. Benny, do you mind if my assistant and I discuss this matter privately? No, not at all. Come, I'll show you into the den. This is certainly a nice house you have here, Mr. Benny. Oh, I'm glad you like it. How many rooms do you have? 26. I got it on a GI loan. <laughs> See, I was in the Navy during the First World War. Well, here's the den. I'll be out here if you want me. Excuse us, Mr. Benning. Joe, I've been with the Internal Revenue Department for 20 years, and I've never run into anything like this. What do you make of it? I don't know. Here's a man in show business who's made $375,000, and yet he only spent $17 for entertainment. I feel there must be a mistake. Undoubtedly. No man could be that cheap. <laughs> of course not. Well, maybe we ought to go through his report again. By the way, Herb, do you have a cigarette? 
Oh, no, I'm all out. But there's a box pull on the table. Oh, yes. <laughs> Who took a cigarette? Who took a cigarette? <laughs> oh, 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 it was you. Oh, oh, well, that's all right. <laughs> You can both have one. Thank you. Both. Thank you can both have Thank one. Thank you, Mr. Benny. Both. <laughs> now, Mr. Benny. Yes, yes, Mr. Collins. Now, please remember, we're trying to help you. We, we just don't want you to cheat yourself. I know, I know. Mr. Benny, a man who makes as much money as you do could very easily spend twenty-five dollars or $30,000 for entertainment, and yet you've only spent $17. Well, I'm sorry, but that's all it was. Well, tell us, Mr. Benny, did you spend this $17 in one place? Are you crazy? <laughs> it's all itemized right there. Well, Mr. Benny, I just can't understand this at all. I, I wish you'd think and think hard because I'm sure you must have spent more than $17 for entertainment. Well, I'll think it over, gentlemen, and then I'll, I'll let you know. Uh, goodbye, Mr. Benny. Goodbye, Mr. Benny. Goodbye, gentlemen. Mr. Benny, before I go, I'd like to say something. Yes. yes. Well, this whole thing is so unbelievable. Uh, by that, I mean, you have all this money at your disposal, and yet you spend practically nothing. Well, I guess I'm just not the spending type, you see. You know, Mr. Benny, I'll bet there are millions of people who'd like to see you elected president. <laughs> uh, thank you. Goodbye, gentlemen. Goodbye, Mr. Benny. Oh, Rochester. Yes, boss? Hurry up and finish your spring cleaning. But boss, I'm tired. I don't care. Finish the cleaning. And do it well. In a few years, you may be cleaning in the White House. <laughs> What'd you say? Nothing, nothing. I'm going out and play golf. Jack, we'll be back in just a moment. But first... Friends, let's be happy-go-lucky under the circus big top. I swing on my trapeze so high and everywhere I see The smart folks smoking Lucky Strike cause LSMFT Swing to Lucky's because Lucky's taste better than any other cigarette. Don't clown around when buying smokes, choose finer Lucky Strike. Each puff will give you better taste, enjoyment that you like. Yes siree, Lucky's taste better than any other cigarette. Be happy, go lucky, be happy, go lucky, strike, be happy, go lucky, go lucky, strike today. Friends, millions of smokers agree, Lucky's taste better than any other cigarette. Yes, there's an enjoyable difference in Lucky's, and here's why. You see, fine tobacco and only fine tobacco can give you a better tasting cigarette. And L.S. M.F.T. Lucky Strike means fine tobacco. So light up a Lucky and see how every puff is mild and mellow. Completely enjoyable. Yes, friends, to get everything you want in a cigarette, be happy, go lucky. Make your next carton Lucky Strike. You'll find Lucky's taste better than any other cigarette. Be happy, go lucky, go lucky strike today. Remember, Lucky's taste better than any other cigarette. How's your golf game, boss? Very good, Rochester. Very good. Now get it. Hello? Hello, Mr. Benny. This is Mr. Collins again. 
Oh, oh yeah. Uh, we've taken this up with the Secretary of the Treasury, John Snyder, in Washington, and he feels as we do that you're not taking advantage of your deductions. Well... Mr. Snyder feels that you certainly must have spent more than $17. No, no. I'm sorry, that's... <laughs> I wish I could say more, but that's all I've spent. Well, sorry to bother you, Mr. Benny. Goodbye. Goodbye. I can't understand why they don't believe me. I tell them I spent $17, that's all I... Rochester, how much did you spend for entertainment last year? $1,200. $1,200? That's exactly what I pay you. What does that leave you with? Beautiful memories. <laughs> Maybe I'll try that sometime. Good night, folks. Ladies and gentlemen, accidental fire that consumes so much property and destroys so many lives is preventable. You can help prevent it. Just be careful. Make sure every match, every cigarette is put out before you discard it. Always check the ashtrays before you leave the house or retire for the night. Do your part to prevent fires. Be sure to hear Dennis Day in the Day in the Life of Dennis Day. Stay tuned for the Amos and Andy Show, which follows immediately. The Jack Benny Program is heard by our armed forces overseas from facilities of the Armed Forces Radio Service. This is CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting System.